0: Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host, Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have on Josh Myers. Josh just finished his sophomore season as a starting center for the Ohio State football teams and is one of the top returners for the Big Ten this upcoming season. Josh, thanks for joining us on the podcast.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Josh, to start, I want to talk about last season where you came on as one of the top centers in the entire country as only a red shirt sophomore reflecting on the season, what do you think you did well and what will you, you, be working on this off season in order to improve your game?
1: Uh, yeah. So, uh, it was, uh, in a, in an amazing season. Um, it was, you know, it was such a blast, you know, I think, I think one of the things that got me attention early on was my run blocking. Um, Particularly outside zone, I think uh, caught a lot of people's attention um, just by uh, quickness, um, you know, and being able to move in space. Um, and then I think if there's one thing that I really want to work on this off season, it's going to be uh, pass protection. I had a solid year in pass protection, but it just wasn't as good as, as I wanted it to be. So that's definitely something moving forward uh, that I'm going to work on really hard.
2: And Josh, early on in your career, you're uh, uh, the backup behind uh, Michael Jordan, who's not playing in the NFL. How did shadowing him help help your development as a player?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, I've I was behind, you know, two two great centers really. I was behind Billy Price uh, before Mike too, and then obviously yeah, Michael Jordan as well. Um, and I think. I think watching the film and seeing how they do things is huge, but then also their pro- the process that they took to get there. You know, I think that I think that was the most beneficial thing for me was watching and seeing, you know, what needs to be done to succeed on the level that they both did. Um, you know, so it, it was a process for them, and they worked on their stuff every single day. Um, you know, and as a center, especially, um, they were so knowledgeable on the game. They taught me a lot uh, from a mental uh, aspect, you know, about our offense and things, and then just how to approach a game plan. I mean, I, I can't say enough about how much those guys helped me.
0: And Josh, talking about the idea of development, you redshirted as a freshman. How do you think that overall helped your progression as a football player?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I think uh, early on, I was I was frustrated, but you know, reflecting back on it now, I, it's what was best for me. And it was, it was the right decision. And I'm glad it was made. Um, and it was huge for my development. I ended up tearing, uh, the posterior labrum of my left shoulder, um, about three quarters of the way through that season, but I got enough work in, uh, to really build a foundation of of what I wanted to do moving forward. Um, and that season was, was everything to me. You know, I really, I came from a high school that ran, that ran the ball 95% of the time. Um, and our pass protection was pretty much all just a full slide, so it was really easy. Um, so pass protection was something um, that I was behind on big time. I think run blocking early on, too, was was also, um, you know, something I had to develop, but not quite as much as pass pro, you know. And it's kind of something that stuck with me. And, and, you know, I've worked on it a ton, but, you know, I think after this season, I just need to work on it that much more.
2: And, uh, Josh, both you and Justin Fields have had a lot of success so early on in in your career uh how important is it to have a strong relationship with justin
1: it's really important um and and yeah we do have a really strong relationship i think you know for for so many reasons that's important one for for one i think as an offensive lineman it it makes it easier for me to block for someone that i love and that i care about and that i want to see do well um and and I do all of those things for Justin. I mean, you know, I think our entire offensive line this past season absolutely loved him, and and the, his whole process of how he came in. So I think that that is the biggest thing. But then also we were really close because we had to spend so much time together. We were watching films So ultimately, when I make a call, you know, at the line of scrimmage during a game, he can trump me. But I, he knew what I was going to say before I said it a lot of the time because we'd spent so much time together watching film and every week we would watch film together and then, you know, kind of look at the defense and figure out um, the, the calls that were probably going to be made. And so uh, that, that went a long way for
0: us. And in terms of your feeling comfortable with Justin and just comfortable with being a starting center. In the Big Ten, one of the best conferences, especially in terms of defensive linemen. At what point did it click for you, and you realize you could have success at the Big Ten level?
1: Yeah, I think probably we played Nebraska, um, and game day was there, and it was uh, it was a big one, and we were at Nebraska. It was my first big road game. You know, we I had had a pretty solid game uh, when we played Indiana, but you know, it was like a. It was a day game, so it was like a noon game. There, you know, the stadium wasn't really full, so um, you know. But I played pretty solid against Indiana. But I think after the Nebraska game, um, yeah, I started to feel, you know, like like something really special could be going on, and and uh, it was man, such a great time looking back and reflecting on it.
2: And Josh, you just t- touched on how important it is to have a strong relationship with Justin, but um, how important is it to have also, a strong relationship with the uh, other players on the offensive line.
1: Uh, it's it's hugely important. It's hugely important. I, I attribute a lot of our offensive line success this past season to that and, and how close we all were. We were finalists for the the Joe Moore Award for the best offensive line in the country. Um, you know, we ended up not winning it, but you know, I think a, a lot of that has to go to how close we were and, and how much time we spent together. And again, it's the same thing. You know, ultimately those guys listen to what I have to say during the game and the calls that I have to make. And so, you know, I made you know we all made sure every week that they knew exactly what calls I was going to make and what looks before it even happened. And and it made it a lot easier. And and I think collectively we worked as one, and and that was huge.
0: Yeah, and Josh, people always talk about the idea that the quarterback they've got to watch the most film, but the center as well, because you guys are making line calls. In terms of your study habits, what's a weekly routine like for you in terms of studying and watching film?
1: Yeah, so it it all just depends on on when my classes are and stuff. Um, but but this past season, um, every Monday, so we would we would play we would play Saturday. Uh, fly back that night if it was a away game. Um, And then I'd get up on Sunday, come in, um, you know, we'd watch the game film um, from the game we just played. We'd practice, kind of try and get that soreness out. And then we'd come back. I'd come back Monday. We're off Mondays, but I'd come back Monday and watch probably two to three hours of film on what team we're playing that week. And, you know, generally I try and watch their most recent and also their biggest games that they've played in. Um, And then I start asking, I start asking, you know, like our offensive line GA to give me like number breakdowns. So like, you know, I'm trying to figure out like what percentage of blitzes they bring like on third down and second down. And I'll I'll just get a general feel for their defense early in the week. And then later in the week, um, you know, we'll practice Tuesday and Wednesday, and then later in the week, I start to get really detailed that Thursday and Friday um, on, you know, what blitzes they bring on what downs and what distance. So, you know, third and short, what do they bring in? Third and long, what do they bring in? Uh, second, and you know, it just uh, <clears throat> just figuring out exactly uh, when they blitz and what blitzes they bring when they do uh, was the biggest thing for me in terms of getting ready for a
2: defense. Josh, this Ohio State team, very talented on both sides of the ball. How would you describe this football culture at Ohio State?
1: Culture is really strong, really, really strong. You know, we have a locker room full of really good guys. um, And we're extremely close. I mean, I think the locker room is as close as it's ever been, um, you know, since I've been at Ohio State. We just – I don't know. I don't know what – I don't know what to attribute it to, but it just is. And, and, you know – other position groups are hanging out with other position groups and we're, we're all spending time together. We all love each other. Um, So the culture at Ohio state is really good. And, you know, obviously a lot of our culture comes from the off season and, and, you know, a lot of coach, coach Mick, our head strength coach, is you know, kind of renowned in the college football world for, um, you know, for having teams ready and for, for being one of the best strength coaches in the country. And so, you know, you get mentally challenged, you get physically challenged in the off season and it's, it's really difficult, but you know, that's, that's when our team, that's when, that's when the the team becomes a team, I think in those moments and in that hardship and the off season uh, and, and just kind of going through it together.
0: Yes. Yeah, strength coach, obviously you can name a number of coaches that you guys have that are best in their field and a guy, your new head coach, Ryan day, who had a spectacular first year as a head coach. What was it like playing under him? And can you describe your relationship with your head coach?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing playing for him. Um, you know, I think and I think I could speak for every player on our team when I say that our team wanted to win every game for him so bad um, because we all we all love him so much. Um, and, you know, just the, the the amount of passion and heart that he brought to the table every day was so inspiring. Um, and I think I think we wanted we wanted to win it for him just as much as we wanted to win it for anybody. Um, so it was it was an amazing year having him as the head coach. I mean, he took care of us, you know, but he was at the same time hard on us. I mean, it is just, just perfect. Just perfect. I can't say enough about Coach Day as a, as a coach and as a person um, and, and just the job he did this year. And then the other thing is, too, he was our I mean, he was our quarterbacks coach and, and offensive coordinator before. Uh, Coach Meyer left and it's also like such a hard thing to do to have been a coach there already. And then your head coach leaves and he has to fill that spot. It's a, it's, it's, can get, it can kind of get like, you know, kind of choppy and and difficult to do. And he just did it perfectly, just perfectly.
2: Josh coming out of high school, you're ranked the number one player in the state of Ohio throughout your time in high school. Did you, did you really care about those, numbers and rankings that you received was that thing that you paid attention to necessarily
1: not really i can't say i didn't pay attention to it at all because you know especially especially earlier on when i was when i was younger it was such a cool thing to think about um but you know as i as i started to get kind of older and later in my high school career i kind of cared about it less and was, was kind of just ready to get to ohio state to be completely honest but i also had I had the, um, you know, I had the guidance from my dad and my brother who both played college football, um, at Kentucky, both were actually centers as well. Um, so, you know, they kind of explained to me what it's, what it's like when you get there and, and, you know, how, how rankings in high school are great. And, and, you know, that's wonderful, but it doesn't mean anything when you, if you get there and don't produce. So you have to, you know, basically restart when you get to college and, and prove yourself Um, so I knew that before I ever stepped foot on campus at Ohio state. And so towards the end of my high school career, I kind of focused less on that and and more about just being ready for Ohio state.
0: And Josh mentioning a lot of collegiate athletes in your family, dad, mom, brother, how did they help? And what was it like having a family full of division one athletes?
1: Yeah. Well, um, you know, I, I my family obviously loves, loves sports. And so growing up, we played, me and my brothers played all kinds of sports, you know, in the front yard. And, and so, um, we, we'd go at it a little bit out there and, but, but having all those people that had that experience around me was extremely helpful and encouraging, uh, before I ever left because I felt like I had a grip on what it was going to be like. Um, of course, I, you can't ever really know until you do it, um, you know, but that's also that's the same thing they told me. They said it's going to be hard, but you won't know how hard until you get there. You know, it's something you have to experience to respect how hard it is. And and they were entirely right. You know, I, I was <clears throat> I was as ready as I could have been, but but not not ready enough. And I don't know if, if anybody ever really
2: is. And Josh, can you take me through the feeling when you found out that you'd be um, the starting center in did you feel any sort of added pressure and that you had to play up to a certain expectation?
1: It was an amazing feeling. You know, it was something that I had chased ever since I stepped foot on Ohio State. It was, it was, uh, you know, my my dream. And, and uh, having that come come through was an amazing feeling. You know, finishing up fall camp and realizing that, you know, in a couple of weeks I was really going to be starting my first game was, you know, and, and a feeling I can't even describe. Um, And then, yeah, there's definitely pressure. Um, You know, if I said there wasn't, I'd be lying to you. You know, there's like like you were mentioning earlier about the culture at Ohio State. You know, it's offensive line play at Ohio State is good, and it's always been good. It's always been really, really good. And there's a a certain level and expectation of our group, especially, I feel like, at Ohio State. Um, And so – just maintaining that level was something that was was really important to me, and so early on in the season, especially, that was something that I focused on a lot. Was was I didn't want there to be a drop off, you know? Michael Jordan was an All American center last year, uh, and and is in the NFL now, and I didn't want the I didn't want there to be a noticeable drop off at center when I stepped in there, and so that was definitely something that I thought about uh, going into the season.
0: And we talk about your first start as an Ohio state buckeye but taking it back to your freshman year you receive your your offer from Ohio State what was it like I, I know from Ohio what was that experience like what was the whole process in getting a scholarship offer from Ohio State as a freshman
1: yeah it was a uh, it was a whirlwind uh recruiting for me was really crazy in general to be honest all of my You know, offers really happened when I was a freshman or early in my sophomore year of high school. So it was it was insane. Um, But, you know, growing up in Ohio and knowing how passionate people are about, you know, Ohio State football here. um, When when people found out I got that offer, things got just crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, And that's really when things took off for me in terms of national attention um with recruiting and you know teams from you know that you know like Alabama and you know all the SEC teams and and so teams from all over the other country started uh recruiting me right after Ohio State offered me. So uh it it got really crazy. It got really crazy. But at the end of the day, um, you know, even even when I was a sophomore, I kinda knew I kinda knew that Ohio State was where I wanted to be. Um and, and so that's why I committed so early. Um, and part of the reason I committed so early too was, well, one, I knew where I wanted to go. And two, the recruiting process for me was starting to get nuts. I mean, like every weekend I was gone or, you know, I was doing something. I was calling five coaches a night on the phone every week. Um, so it, it started to get crazy and I knew what I wanted to do. And so that's, that's why I, I pulled the trigger on uh, committing so early as well.
2: And Josh, how is going up uh, against players like Chase Young, Devon Hamilton, and Robert Landers help your development as a player?
1: Um, I would say that it's monumental for at least it was for me. Um, having guys like that to go against every day, um, you know, every day of practice, I was seeing the best of the best, and that's just plain and simple. They were they were the best defensive linemen in my opinion in the country. Um, you know, all three of them. Honestly, I think all three of them were were Easily top 10 defensive lineman in the country and seeing that talent and going against it every day um, really sped up the process uh, for me. And is why I was able to get on the field uh, as early as I was, I think, because, you know, when you when you're playing against guys like that, you have no choice but to get better, to be quite honest, get beat every single day. (laughs) So you kind of have to. It's either, you know, you, you have no choice.
0: And I think we'd be remiss not to have to mention the college football playoff. Obviously not the result you guys wanted, but an incredible season. Uh, We read recently that Ryan Day made you guys watch that entire game. What was that feeling like? And how is that game motivating you guys for next year?
1: It was, yeah, it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do walking off that field, um, you know, after we lost in the Fiesta Bowl. Um, And, you know, I think watching the national championship was just as hard, um, because I really felt like we deserved to be there, and, and I really wish that we were there. And you know, it's something that we had had our eyes on for a long time. Um, so it was it was heartbreaking, you know. I think Coach Day made us do that because he wanted us to. I think he's going to drive that as a motivating factor for our team for the next calendar year. To be honest. You know, we were we were so close, and and you know, at the end of the day, we didn't get the job done, and, and we didn't win the game, um, and so <clears throat> we're gonna use that as motivation to get back there next season. It was definitely I, I remember I mean I was sitting there on the bench after the clock hit zero, um, <clears throat> and I was exhausted. I was I was so tired. Uh, I think we ran like 95 offensive snaps during the game, so I was I was really really tired. And so I was sitting there for a second trying to catch my breath. And the, uh, the orange and purple confetti came flying out right behind me and got all over me. Um, and, and so that was definitely one of the, the worst feelings I've ever experienced. And uh, it'll stick with me for the rest of my life and, and certainly through the rest of this next season.
2: And, Josh, coming off that tough loss, what does Ohio State have to do next year uh, as a team to get to the national championship and also win the, win the Big Ten?
1: Yeah, I think, I think we were, I mean, I think we were right there this year. Um, and I think we have a lot of guys coming back and and plenty of talent um, to get back there. Um, so I think, you know, showing up every week and, and playing and, and playing our hardest every single week and not taking anybody lightly will be huge for us uh, in terms of getting back there. Um You know, and then when we're when we're in the in the game, we got to got to make the make the plays to win it. You know, we were right there in the Fiesta Bowl and we had plenty of opportunities to win that game. And we just didn't do it. Um, You know, you know, not scoring in the red zone was it was a huge problem for us during the Fiesta Bowl. Um, And I'm sure it's something that we'll focus on a lot in practice uh, moving forward.
0: Josh, with guys like Billy Price, like you mentioned, Pat Elfine, and the guy who you remind us most of future Hall of Famer, Nick Mangold, have gone through this program and have had successful careers. How has their success motivated you to know that there's Buckeye stories in the NFL and you have a legit shot of playing at the next level?
1: Yeah, it's uh it's extremely motivating. You know, we have we have a wall of, uh, in our offensive line meeting room, we have a wall of, of NFL guys, and it's, it's full from, from one side of the room all the way to the other of NFL offensive linemen who have gone on to, to have great careers in the league. So it's extremely encouraging and motivating to know that those guys are sitting in the same room that I once was. Um, and, you know, the NFL has been a dream of mine since I was, you know, a, a real little kid. I mean, I started football in third grade, but, You know, I'd say that the NFL was a dream of mine before I even started that because I watched it growing up. Um, So it's extremely encouraging. um, And it's just it's just somewhere that that I've always wanted to go.
2: And Josh, is there uh, a freshman or sophomore in the Ohio State football program that um, hasn't gotten the media attention yet, but stood out to you and should be on draft radars pretty soon?
1: Pretty soon. Um, I think I think we have a lot of guys like that, to be honest with you. I think we have a locker room full of guys who haven't gotten media attention, but that are going to. I think um, I think we have offensive line wise. I think we have a lot of offensive linemen who are capable, more than capable of of making it to the NFL and, and probably will one day. It just depends on what they do with their careers moving forward. Um, but in terms of, in terms of our whole team, I mean, I think, you know, guys like Tommy Togiai, he's a, he was a backup defensive tackle last year, didn't get very much press, but he's a really good player. And and one day, you know, I, I think he'll be there. Um, you know, just guys like that, a lot of young guys that haven't played a whole lot of meaningful snaps yet, but they're
0: going to. Uh, We see every year, Buckeye guys just pop up as potential really high draft picks. It's what makes you guys such an elite program. And we know offseason is such an important aspect for all collegiate football players. Hypothetical question we like to ask. Is there one player currently in the NFL or retired who you would want to be trained by?
1: There's a couple I can think of. Um... You know, I'm a huge fan. I watch a lot of NFL film on uh, guys like Pouncy, uh, Marquise. Um, I'm a huge. I watch a ton of film on uh, Jason Kelsey. Uh, I think he's with the Eagles, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't I haven't watched film on him since last offseason. Um, I'll probably start that up soon. But like like I love I love watching Kelsey because he's such a good player and so athletic. I'd love to just pick his brain and and. Uh, hear what he has to say about the the game and and you know how he approaches it, um, and then obviously um, you know with Charles Bentley um, is out in Arizona and he's kind of like the uh, you know the pinnacle of of offensive line play in the NFL and and everything he's doing with O line performance so that's that's always a uh, a must also an Ohio State guy as well so him for sure.
2: And Josh, we have seen the success that has come out of come from from you. Uh, in your opinion, what traits make for a great center?
1: Um, what traits make for a great center? I think I think to be a great, a, a truly great center, you have to have a lot of traits. Um, I think one, you have to be smart because you know you're setting the rest of your offensive linemen up on every play, and um, you know, mentally at center, it's a lot and and so guys who are able to handle that um, mentally and be smart enough to know it but then also have enough poise to put it on the field during the game and get his guys in the right spots during the game and then you know from a physical standpoint you have to be you know strong you're in there with the the biggest guys on the field uh, you know hitting each other real hard every play so you know, being strong and, and fast, I think, would be the two physically uh, most important things.
0: And we know what teams are going to get in terms of you on the field. We've seen a lot of film next year. They're going to see a lot of film as well. But what would you want scouts or GMs to know about who they're going to get And Josh Myers in the locker room and off the field?
1: Yeah, um, I think doing things the right way is the most important thing to me off, off the field. Uh, I mean, on the field too, but but off the field, you know, I'm <clears throat> I like to pride myself on on being a guy who does all of the little things right. You know, go to cl- I go to class. I never, I never ever skip class. I'm never late. Um, you know, I'm accountable. Those are the kind of things that I want them, you know, to think and say about me. Um, you know, off the field.
2: And Josh, for our last question, for any rising high school football player, what is one piece of advice you could give to
0: them?
1: Yeah, uh, one piece of advice for any uh, high school player that's rising would be to you know enjoy their time in high school um, and have a lot of fun but also work really, really hard um, and also understand that when you get to the college level, the amount of, of sacrifice and the amount of effort that it takes to get you to where you want to go is, is great. So just mentally preparing yourself to do whatever you have to do to, to get it to where you want to go in college football and, and hopefully to the pros is, is the most important thing.
0: That was Josh Myers with Ohio State Buckeyes. We really appreciate your time and best of luck next season.
1: Yeah, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it.